Hello, everybody. Thanks again for joining me on the Cover of the Weekend podcast. I'm Tommy Lorenzo. You can find me on Twitter, or as they call it now, X, at Sportsbook Tom. Thanks again for joining me this week. We're going to go over a lot of stuff, including weekend plays in college hoops, some March Madness uh, future bets that I'll talk about, and of course, MLB futures. Spring training is underway, and uh, we got to talk about hopefully making some money on MLB as uh, opening day will be here before we know it. I'll lay out the Friday and Saturday look-aheads for College Hoops shortly, but I wanted to talk about an interesting prop offering for those of you who have DraftKings, and this one is at a plus number, and a few of these are. Uh, Over the past several weeks, I've been on Old Miss, both with podcast plays and uh, on Twitter plays, and overall, uh, against the spread, they've done well in these spots. Uh, They haven't had that big signature win, though, I also mentioned taking a flyer on Ole Miss to make the Final Four. That's a little shaky, but still, you can find that at 50-1 to 1 at DraftKings, 40-1 to 1 for those of you uh, in Vegas or have access to Vegas. Uh, Superbook has them at 40-1. to 1. I don't think that's the most terrible play in the world um, with this Ole Miss team. There's another Ole Miss offering at Plus Odds. DraftKings is offering something called a bubble prop on multiple teams, and this changes daily. Ole Miss right now is at plus 200 to make the tournament. So we're not even talking Final Four here. It's just plus 200 to make the tournament. Um, Ole Miss consecutive losses to ranked teams may hurt them, uh, but they still have the third most wins in the SEC with a record of 19-7. and seven. They'll clear the 20-win mark easily. Only Tennessee, South Carolina, and Auburn have more wins than Ole Miss. Uh, granted, Ole Miss doesn't have the flashy win over a top team yet, but they'll get their chance in a rematch versus both ranked South Carolina and Alabama at home here uh, in the next few days. When you look at the bracketology projections, Ole Miss is right there as a number 10 or 11 speed in both the ESPN and CBS Sports predictive brackets. That doesn't mean you automatically bet them, of course, but I still think they get into the tournament and they have improving components, especially with their guard play and overall protection of the ball. Uh, They recently had a tough loss at Mississippi State. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but I still think they're worth it uh, given that they're plus 200 to make the tournament. And I think they get there. Uh, The next few games obviously will be critical to that, but I don't think it's the worst play in the world. There's other teams on this bubble, uh, bubble prop excuse me, <laughs> bubble prop, I have a problem saying that, uh, that DraftKings offers that is pretty interesting. Uh, Gonzaga, Nevada, a few teams in there that may or may not make it to the tournament. Um, good odds on those teams. So something to check out if you have access to DraftKings. More March Madness props out there. This one is to make the Final Four. Uh, there are two strong teams currently at over 6-1 to one to get to the Final Four, uh, which I like. I, I think 6-1 to one odds is good on teams of this caliber. Illinois is plus 625. Um, They're strong with Terrence Shannon now back from suspension. Uh, The Illini offense, which is already fifth best in the nation in offensive efficiency, is just going to get that much more devastating with the ball now that Terrence Shannon is back. He had legal issues that you can Google yourself, but we're we're talking about um, making the final four here. Iowa State at plus 625 is also a play I like a lot. The Cyclones have shown that they can beat and play up to the level of top-ranked teams and their defense will certainly play come tournament time. Um, so those are a couple to look at to make the final four at uh, good odds, I think. Illinois plus 625. Iowa State also at plus 625. If you bet them both and one of them makes it, you're going to get profit. And I see at least one of these guys, uh, these teams anyway, getting there. College po- uh, hoops picks are forthcoming. But first, 
Let's talk some baseball futures. Spring training in Major League Baseball has already begun, and it'll be in full swing, obviously, over the next several weeks. Um, as we approach opening day, I'll share some MLB futures that I'm looking at for 2024. You can find some big numbers on MLB futures, and it's also a fun way to stay engaged during the season if you're a baseball fan. And even if you're not, uh, the summer's long, and um, it takes a while for football to get here. But um, if you're like me and, and like Major League Baseball, betting on it is a lot of fun. And again, in the futures market, you can find some big numbers here during spring training. You know, whether you have a live Cy Young Award uh, ticket at 30 to 1 or just simply following a team you bet over or under on on their season win total, um, MLB futures are a lot of fun and can be very profitable if you have the right bets and strike at the right time. And I mentioned Cy Young Award, the Cy Young Award. Uh, Cy, the Cy Young Award betting market is something I'd like to discuss briefly here. Uh, I want to share my thoughts on betting this future market, which is the Cy Young market. In recent history, it consistently has offered the most value and highest odds of any other award prop in baseball. I'll go over recent winners and their odds so you get an idea of what I'm talking about. Starting off in the National League, we'll just go back the last four years to not make this too uh, long of a discussion, but I just wanted to, to show you uh, what this is about. 2023 uh, National League Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell, 35 to 1 is what he started off at. 2022, Sandy Alcantara, Miami, 30 to 1. For those of you who follow me on Twitter, you may recall I had a 30 to 1 ticket on Alcantara that season, which uh, paid very nicely. 2021, Corbin Burns of the Brewers, 35 to 1. And then 2020, Trevor Bauer, Cincinnati, uh, 25 to 1. So you can see there in the National League, the lowest number was 25 to 1 uh, over the last few years. So there's value there. In the American League, a little different, but still big numbers. Last year, Garrett Cole was only 7-1. to Still a good play. He was the best pitcher and the favorite going in, and you got him at 7-1 to odds. But as you go back more years, 2022, Justin Verlander, Astros, 20-1. 2020, when Robbie Ray came out of nowhere, and he was 80-1 to to win the award. And in 2020, Shane Bieber was 9-1. to There was a couple places at 10-1, to but Shane Bieber, for the most part, 9-1 to to win the Cy Young, and he got that done in the American League. Uh, that year in 2020. So you can see also in the AL uh, some big numbers uh, for Cy Young. My portfolio for Cy Young futures will generally include two or three pitchers for each the National and American League, so about five or six bets total. That's what I recommend. If you dip your toes in this market, you can do it in different ways. Maybe put money on the favorite and then maybe one or two long shots behind it in each league. Like I said, there's some big numbers here, so you don't have to lay a lot uh, to get a nice score if you happen to hit um, a Cy Young bet. Uh, all depending on the odds, of course, is, is how you'd bet it. I'll share a pair of pitchers at double-digit odds that I already have action on, and I'll likely add one or two more in each as spring training goes along, and sometimes even during the season. Uh, even during the season, you can – uh, pick up a good numbers. Blake Snell was in double digits uh, through the All-Star break, if I recall correctly, so, uh, last year in the National League. So you can get some good value, again, on uh, Cy Young. Um, again, as I share ones I have, it's easy to say, okay, you're going to put money on Garrett Cole or Spencer Strider, uh, who are favorites. Um, but we'll look at double-digit double digit odds, guys, as both Cy Young markets uh, this year, in my opinion, are wide open. So we'll look at double-digit odds and, and see if I can um, give you a couple of plays here that offer some value. And again, there'll be more as the season goes on. First in the American League, 
Tarek Skubal of the Detroit Tigers. He can be found as high as 25 to 1 to win the AL Cy Young. And I think that's an absolute steal of a number given his current trajectory. In terms of overall underlying skill metrics, he was one of the best last season once he came back from injury. The only question is if he can stay healthy and perform over a full season. And that's a question with a lot of these pitchers. That's kind of where luck gets involved. If they can stay healthy and you have the right pitcher, it could be a fun ride at good odds. Uh, I think the Tigers will contend this season. And as long as Scooble stays healthy, he has a good shot at the Cy Young Award at some juicy odds in the American League. So that's one to consider at high odds. Tarek Scooble of the Tigers, 25 to 1. In the National League, I'm looking at Max Freed, spelled fried, but he pronounces it Freed, of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Freed Cy Young odds are readily available at 14 to 1 at multiple sports books. And he might be a tad undervalued due to his teammate Spencer Strider, who's going to be favored at most sports books to win the NL Cy Young. And Freed has missed time in the past, just like I mentioned with the AL guy, Tarek Skubal. Uh, Freed has been hurt as well. But make no mistake, he has the statistical makeup for current Cy Young, uh, what the current Cy Young environment is, which tends to focus more on strikeouts and ERA than, you know, winning 20 games. Spencer Strider was a big strikeout guy, won 20 games, but still because of that ERA last year, didn't win the award. But if Max Fried stays healthy, I think he's going to be right there in strikeouts and ERA. And at 14 to 1, I think uh, it's a good play in the Cy Young market in MLB. And I'll talk a lot more future um, betting in MLB over the next several weeks on the podcast. Okay, back to college hoops as we look to the weekend starting on Friday. Last week for the Friday game, we went with Cornell at home in the Ivy League and they got the cover over Harvard. And we're going back to the Ivy League on Friday. Princeton visiting Harvard, 4 p.m. Pacific on ESPN+. The line sits at Harvard plus seven. Uh, But I'm working or looking at a first half line here with Harvard plus four. Princeton's coming off a big win versus the number one team in the Ivy League, Yale. And they've also punched their ticket into the Ivy League tournament, that being Princeton. So there may be a little bit of a letdown here, being that they're already in the tournament and they're coming off a big win versus Yale. Uh, Harvard is a little inconsistent at times, but I think their effort will be strong tonight versus a good Princeton team uh, that can be weak defensively at times. Princeton's a good team, but they kind of fall asleep defensively at times. And I think that's why Harvard might be a good play here. And I'm playing them first half. There's value in the first half number at plus four. And I'll go with Harvard's uh, guard and big man combo of Malik Mack. And uh, I believe his name is uh, Okpara is the last name. I forget his first name uh, for... um, for Harvard, big man. And I think they'll be productive in the first half, at least here. I like Harvard plus four in a little bit of a letdown spot uh, for Princeton. And I think Harvard's going to be motivated because they're right there to make the top four Ivy League teams to get into the Ivy League uh, tournament. So I think they're going to put forth a very good effort at home tonight. Take Harvard plus four first half Friday night. Also on Friday, although it's a big number, I'll be on Nevada minus 10 at San Jose State. This game is at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. San Jose State showed some promise early on this season. I made a little bit of money off them early on with some good performances there at home. Uh, But they have fallen off a cliff completely and not playing good basketball right now. Nevada, on the other hand, is trending up. And I like how they play on defense, uh, on the defensive side of the ball. They're improving. uh, They already had a good defense, and they're just showing that they're getting even more locked in defensively. The Wolfpack have covered in five out of their last six games. I have Nevada by 12 tonight, so minus 10 works for me here against a very bad uh, San Jose State team. 
On to Saturday, and some teams I'll be looking at from a point spread uh, perspective. As you know, at the time of this recording, Saturday lines aren't out yet, so keep that in mind as we talk Saturday college hoops. First game I'm looking at, Duke at Wake Forest, 11 a.m. ESPN, big ACC game here. I think Wake Forest will will likely be a very short favorite here, or this game may be a pick'em. Uh, Wake Forest at home here, coming off a, a beatdown of Pitt earlier this week. Wake looked good, maybe too good, against a Pitt team that shot an absolutely terrible 29%. Pitt played terribly this game, and honestly, I don't think it was much a function of Wake Forest being that great. It was just Pitt being completely unprepared and not ready um, for showtime here. 29% is just terrible from the field. Uh, After that loss to North Carolina earlier this month, uh, the Blue Devils have been locked in, and they're on a tear, winning and covering their last five games since that loss to North Carolina. I have Duke by four here. If you can get that at plus one or pick them being Duke or even plus two, um, uh, I don't know if it'll get to plus two, have at it. Uh, if Duke is anywhere at minus two, minus three, it's a play. I like Duke on Saturday visiting Wake Forest. Other Saturday games, 9 a.m. Pacific, early game, CBS Sports Network. We go to the Colonial College of Charleston, visits Towson. I don't like Towson's backward play at all, and offensively, they're just not very good. Uh, College of Charleston uh, may be favored by a low number here, and I'll take them at uh, minus 2 or minus 3 on the road. College of Charleston, if they're a, a small favorite here, I like them on Saturday morning. Moving on, 12.30 p.m. Pacific. South Carolina at Ole Miss. Speaking some Ole Miss again. SEC Network. I think this is the one Ole Miss needs being a win over a ranked team, which will take give them a big step towards March Madness. And I think they get it done at home. Coming off a tough one uh, in a very hard environment against Mississippi State on Wednesday. I think Ole Miss will bounce back just fine here. I like Ole Miss here at minus two, maybe even minus two and a half. Probably even at minus three, but that's as far as I'll go laying points with Ole Miss. Anything over minus three, I'll stay away. But if I can get Ole Miss at anything under minus three, that'll be a play for me um, on Ole Miss on Saturday. Okay, continuing on, 3 p.m. SEC Network. Auburn is visiting Georgia. I like the Tigers by eight or nine here. Uh, Nothing more than that is what I would lay. If it gets up to 10, I'd probably stay away. But if you can get minus eight or minus nine or better on Auburn, I like them here at Georgia. Georgia, very mediocre team, and they've done absolutely nothing at home against decent teams. Auburn is good up to minus nine here. I like the Tigers in this spot on the road. All right, everybody, thanks a lot for joining me. If you can leave a five-star rating, or if you can just take a few moments to leave a positive review, that would help the algorithm for the podcast tremendously. Appreciate all your support. Get at me on Twitter if you have any uh, thing to let me know about uh, regarding um, this weekend's games or just uh, to um, talk uh, whatever, MLB futures, whatever you want. We'll be covering MLB futures here and can't wait for baseball to start. But we got March Madness right around the corner too. Really fun time of the sports Uh, sports betting calendar. May all your bets be winning ones, and we'll see you next week, everyone. Thank you.